0: Today's podcast is brought to you by Something Blue by Anita Kay, specializing in wedding and event photography. Visit her page on Facebook. For those in love, capture those memories with Something Blue by Anita Kay.
1: This
2: is Unbridled Enthusiasm Podcast with Mark Poulos.
1: Limitation then, I'm Andre the Giant, don't ask y'all right here, but I'm listening to unbridled Enthusiasm with Mark Pools, and if you don't listen to it, I'm going to squeeze you so very much, cause I love to squeeze, and
3: squish!
0: so fuck you and fuck your baby and fuck your <laughs> why, wife and, why, why, and, and why fuck them all he have headphones? we're recording at a barbecue gas station we're not pausing this to put a baby <laughs> in there so, uh, so you can just stop it right you're half drunk and high, oh, trying to read wait, a rap off, right, we we're literally we are on the
1: edge.
0: <laughs> we're on the edge of the Grand Canyon that's my whole job when I'm on the road is
3: protecting my butt stoner
1: and the fat man
3: he says man You really need to turn your life around.
1: Fuck you, Mark. Mark Poulos,
0: (laughs) Welcome back to the Unbridled Enthusiasm podcast. I'm the host, Mark Poulos. Today, a special, special episode. I mean, uh, this episode's probably going to stand out quite a bit in relation to my hotel room (laughs) USB microphone interviews. Because we are live in the TPSP Production Studios, where uh, the hugely famous Primal Screen podcast is recorded. And not only that, I have the two stars of the new podcast, Comedy Supernova, on the show today, Tim Sullivan and Danny Franks.
3: Greetings. Hello.
0: And another hilarious comedian I'm working with this week, Gabe Kia. Hello. Good to be here. (laughs) So it's good to have you guys on here. We were uh, talking on their podcast about uh, hobbies and addictions, and uh, mine was pretty uh, mediocre. Gambling, Gabe. Apparently, you have a hockey addiction.
2: Yeah, yeah. I'm, I like uh, I like hockey. How bad is it? I wouldn't call it an addiction, but it's what I'm into. <laughs> I play I play on uh, yeah. Listen, to this I play on Friday mornings at 6 a.m. in a pickup hockey game. And that's how addicted I am. I get up at 6 a.m. to play ice hockey. So,
0: so do you, do you maneuver gigs around <laughs> so you can actually be there for that 6 a.m. game on Friday? Never. Uh, no. I just
2: yeah. There's a, actually there's an email system that we go through where you like say if you're going to be there or not, so you can tell if there's going to be 14 skaters, two goalies, stuff like that. Oh, okay. so I basically RSVP this week. I was out of town, so yeah. I RSVP'd that I'm not going to be there. I've been. Uh, but yeah, okay. I also I'm so into it. Like I I watch all the games. I go to Buffalo Wild Wings cuz that's the only place <laughs> that has they have all the packages. They have the NHL packages and packets, such great
0: appetizers NML. and oh, yeah. uh, But we were always... talking we were talking about Tim and his love of the wrestling toys. And I don't think I've ever heard a story of like someone actually being so into anything yeah. and then having a person that's involved in your thing come down and see it <laughs> firsthand. Cause he's got like thousands of wrestling toys. He's really into it. And Mick Foley literally came into his basement and witnessed the neuroses. Yeah. <laughs> and Gabe, I don't. We were. You were just telling a story about. Yeah, I did something a corporate event that. for
2: the St. Louis Blues, and uh, I got to meet all the players. I got to do comedy, and they were all there. So it was like the players, and then a bunch of like a bunch of fans. It was at Scott Trade Center where they play, but it was like not like. It's not an it's not a good comedy. Uh, it was not good for comedy. It was round tables and the whole you're in a giant stadium and it's empty except for the floor, which is like 250 fans that paid like big money to meet these players, and they're not really. It was it yeah. Was bad, it was just a bad corporate. Did bit. you get the
0: pictures with everybody you wanted to get pictures with? And yeah, stuff? I got to meet. The I got signatures. to
2: talk to uh, Bear Jackman, one of the players, and tell him. Like I talked to him about bear, people
3: Bear Jackman Barrett. Barrett oh jackman, barrett Jackman
2: plays for the nashville
1: what Predators was wrong now? with the other He's
3: one uh, that's his deal. nickname See, bear jackman, <laughs> yeah. bear See, jackman. Now, here's the thing man. you guys
1: are uh laughing about bear jackman <laughs> <Uh-oh>. <laughs> 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 meanwhile gabe's going on about his passion here of uh hockey i'm sorry i man. told you <laughs> I, I
2: played for the blues that's my team the st louis blues is my team uh
0: did you grow up in st louis
2: grew up in st louis okay yeah so i've, I've always been a blues fan and uh and now i live in cincinnati and i read about it on the internet like no one likes hockey in cincinnati yeah. so it's like a weird... were
0: you nervous when you met this, this oh yeah yeah but person? i talked
2: to him about like what people were saying about him online and blogs oh, yeah. and it was really funny to see his reaction <laughs> of like oh yeah i'm really going to listen to some kid that's in his mom's basement <laughs> that's never played hockey before tacking about... on a computer yeah. but it's that's interesting guys, like, the worst. When, when you break that wall and you see that like like someone like mcfoley or someone like like the player knows what I'm talking about. He knows yeah. the blog that I'm talking about. He's like aware of what's going on. He's not like he's yeah. Well, it there was what it.
1: was really great is when I did the shows with McFoley. <laughs> we drive around. We've driven around Canada together, uh, United States, all across the country, yeah. um, doing shows together, and so we get to spend a lot of time in the car together. And uh,
0: and you do the announcer voice. Yeah. When he goes on stage, yeah, right? From the I'll back. Do that. Yeah, yeah. And people are like, Oh my God, he's traveling with that guy. <laughs> <laughs> Coming yeah. to the stage. Like yeah, I I know
1: we did that one time. We tricked some people. It was pretty funny. <laughs> <laughs> um, and but it's cool because he'll we'll be talking about wrestling and then um it's not even just like talking with my buddy. like he'll be using like the actual words like that wrestlers use just, yeah. just lingo that wrestlers would use when they Jobber. talk to each other. Yeah. You know, and that other people, you know, wouldn't get layman or whatever wouldn't get. So uh it's just kind of fun to be able to use that kind of terminology you know does
0: he ever get tired of Talking about wrestling with you?
1: Well, I mean, I don't. That's the. Th- I think he really, he likes to travel with me because that's the thing. I don't like annoy I'm, annoy him. Like, oh, so what'd you feel? Your, uh, <laughs> yeah, you know, were you scared? How, how you was don't that ask man? the don't, shitty don't, don't questions. Do, yeah, you ask the, like stuff, the real because
0: questions. You
2: run your own league. You uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, like, I'm cool. I'm in, I'm in the
0: business, league. man. <laughs> the I got my the Sullivan Wrestling going. Association. Yeah, I know. I,
1: swear, I mean, I have fans in my organization. <laughs> but, uh, and you're
0: just so hoping that McMahon will come down and buy you out and just (laughs) fold you into the wwe yeah
1: if he would i mean i'd do it like i said i could sell him some of the archival footage
0: (laughs) if people don't know tim tim does actually has toy matches in his basement and keeps track of them we talked about it it was hilarious check out comedy supernova episode one to find out that story oh yeah so danny you're you're a big fan of the uh the pinball machines and the video games I mean, yeah. I don't know if there's even an opportunity in that facet for you to actually meet somebody. I mean, is there oh, no. someone I, that you like admire or like?
3: I met the at the Midwest Gaming uh, Convention up in Milwaukee. <laughs> that sounds
1: like a. big. <laughs> <It, it, laughs>
3: I met. I, was met, it, was I it, met. Was it
0: held the, in the uh, the the, uh, the city Scott center Church annex? In, in Mid- <laughs>
3: Midwest Gaming Classic. We met, I met, and I got a picture with yeah. the the creator and developer of Qbert. Now, have you seen
0: King of Kong?
3: Yes. I met uh, Billy Mitchell just two weeks ago down no, in Atuma. No, you didn't.
0: I got it right here on my phone.
3: What is he, uh, does he say anything about this uh,
0: Asian kid that beat his record on uh, Donkey Kong, if it's legitimate or I, not? I didn't
3: ask him. The, the guy's a monster. He's, yeah. He's 6'4". I, I shook his hand just big gaming hands have you seen king and kong <laughs> just, have you guys seen king and kong gaming it, hands. yeah fistful quarters yeah. so with uh, talk
1: about maybe in ridiculous wrestling he just said just big gaming boarders. hands
3: <laughs> look at that that's that's a guy right there that's billy mitchell <laughs> oh my
1: god How
3: he, was the, he was the he was
0: still got the weird beard and the hair he's got
3: the he's got the mullet he's got the american flag tie american oh flag my god chief and i and I saw him, I was like, Oh
0: that guy was, I, such, I didn't even know was such gonna a be there. Bag in that movie. It's just so funny. If he <laughs> was movie? he was a great guy. Like yeah.
3: right whenever a camera goes up to him, thumbs up, smile, and he knows what to do. Yeah. Well that's what but I
1: noticed about he knows what to do. He knows what to do. You mark is that you, you you know, Gabe's got hockey, I got the wrestling, he's got the gaming, but uh you uh said you didn't really have anything like that, but then I noticed you were able to relate to all those stories, so you you fill in the blanks with knowing a little bit about everything. Yeah, yeah. I think yeah. that's kinda of my But plan, I have is. an
3: obsession with Getting these 300-pound arcade and pinball machines into mm-hmm. my house, into my basement, restoring them. I just picked up two. Yeah. Just yesterday, I got a Toots of Common and I got a Satan's Hollow, which is in Did
0: the garage you, right have now. Have you? I don't know if anybody have you seen the documentary about Atari? Yeah, where the landfill. Oh my god, that thing! Yeah. Have you seen that movie?
1: I, I think I might have tuned in. Yeah, it's yeah,
0: like they, the, the death them. of our uh, Atari or something like that. There was it was a whole story about how ET yeah, e. was supposed to yeah. be this
3: yeah. biggest game. It was a movie license. Atari developed it, put it out. They are like, we're going to sell millions. It was probably one of the worst video games ever made. I had it. I enjoyed it somewhat, but it was horrible. Bugged. (laughs) And they had millions of these cartridges. Yeah. And they were not going to sell them, so they took it to a landfill in, I want to say, New Mexico. Buried them. I believe it was New Mexico. And now... What thirty years later? Yeah, they wanted to see if that was true. That they buried millions of cartridges, so they started digging around, and, and they found them. Spoiler, em. yeah, they found them. One million E.T.
0: Uh, arcade cartridges just buried in the desert. What's the funny? Gotta
1: be like the most worthless ones to sell on eBay. <laughs> because <laughs> yeah, because you can get
3: millions in Atlanta. landfill. Yeah,
0: now they found them, and they just screwed some guy that was at the uh, Midwest Gaming <laughs>
3: Conference <laughs> who had a pristine condition one. Yeah. yeah it was, well, the thing is, the funny thing about <laughs> that dom- million in the desert, <laughs> that documentary was how they portrayed the developers of Atari, the the gaming of, they were rock stars. Yeah, like they were just, I don't know, they're partying, they're they're smoking pot in the well, programming you to, room, you to be high and controller. drunk to come up with some of those
0: ideas. Yeah, and the yeah, and a glowing most, butterfly comes in the window and turns into a tornado. <laughs>
3: More weed, please. The developer E.T. <laughs> he was like the rock star of Atari. He made Yars' Revenge. I don't know if you remember. Yeah, that. but he—that he, was his biggest. And he was title. putting in
0: all the Easter eggs in the yeah. He was. Afterwards. He was probably
3: the first guy to put Easter eggs into to video yeah, games. Pretty cool, man.
1: What? There's a stat for that. What's he's the that? first guy to put Easter eggs in a video game. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. he's number like, one. Yeah. Why number would one that guy. even like? Who was the first guy to put tomatoes in? You know.
0: Do you know what an Easter egg, Easter egg is? Egg Easter Easter is like egg? A hidden thing. Yeah. A hidden thing. Like oh, Tim. Do you I know know what I, know? Like like I if if either. Easter egg is, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> in Mario
1: get out of I your thought, basement.
0: Put the wrestling toys <laughs> there's away. There's a ton of Easter egg. I thought, Mario.
1: It just I it little... literally meant like Easter egg, like a picture of it, like an Easter egg no. doing something. Uh, with it. like yeah. there's yeah. a stat. That's why I was really. An Easter egg is <laughs> like 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 the developer's
3: daughter's name. If you beat the game, you'll see her the daughter's name. What was what
0: was the movie where on the tombstone? Oh, it was uh. Captain America, w- or Winter Soldier, when, um, uh, what's his face, uh, the Captain black America? guy, uh, Nick Fury, dies. They put a grave in a gravestone, and on the gravestone is the line he says in Pulp Fiction. Oh, really? It says, he says, as I walk, whatever the line is that he would say before he'd shoot people in Pulp Fiction. Royale with cheese. Royale with cheese. <laughs> That's what it says. No, it's a... Uh, Something like, uh, and and you I'm will know that yeah. my name is the Lord when that's, I lay my vengeance upon you. So it's it's written on the tombstone, on his fake tombstone when he pretend died in that movie. So that's like an Easter egg. It's like something die. that references back to uh, to something. Oh, else. here's
1: a here's an Easter egg for you. Um, <laughs> now that I know what they was are, was it brought by a bunny? The uh, what was the, uh, Star Wars Episode One? Mm-hmm. What, what was the name uh, of that one, Danny? Uh, Phantom menace. So yeah. I saw the, it seven times in, in the, the uh, council, you know, where they're like, I think they're in like the uh, council or whatever. Yeah, those little uh, booths or if whatever. You look, ET yep. is in there. He's he's part of the. No, he's no, is he's no, he? he's
3: he. It wasn't the Jedi Council; it was the Senate. The Senate. He was yeah, part of the Senate. Yeah, he's part of the. ET. E- God, <laughs> you know what? No, I don't want <laughs> to. His fingers just glowing red. I vote yay.
1: He's like, I just voted in Iraq. See, and I, I was
0: like the stupidest person like with those first tri- the prequels or whatever, because each movie I was like, this is okay, this is okay. But I was just waiting for the connections to the originals. Yeah, so my yeah, favorite yeah. was the third one I loved when, the third he, one when he turned into Darth Vader, because it was like something that I knew. <laughs> I was yeah. like, that's, that's the Death Star. That's, that's the Darth Vader. I'm in. Let's do this. Uh, the new ones are going to be amazing. So I've... is this guy the new villain that has the lightsaber that looks like a sword? Is he like an actual guy in the? In there the there was books rumors outdoors? that
3: it was supposed to be Darth Vader's apprentice before he died and stuff like that. But I I mm. don't know. I'm trying not to read into it. Yeah. So I'm just gonna take oh, the kids cool. to the midnight showing.
0: So are you're obviously a big fan of The Walking Dead. Oh yeah. Thoughts oh, yeah. on Fear of the Walking Dead? Does anybody It was that?
3: it was a slow build. Yeah. It was a slow well, build. that's what well, everybody's whenever.
0: arguing. Like, what are you going to do? Yeah. Like, the show starts and there's a the zombie characters. in the bathroom? Like, fucking, yeah. it's the beginning of the whole thing. Yeah, yeah. and it, the thing stuff. is,
3: whenever they come out of a commercial break, they would show the disclaimer. There's going to be violent images, yeah. viewer discretion. They didn't have that through <laughs> an hour and 15 minutes. I'm like, where is the shit going to yeah. get real? Finally, and then finally, on. the last break, it's like, this is not going to be intended yeah. for all... And I was like, oh, it's going to go.
0: Well, people are excited because Fear of the Walking Dead is not based on a graphic comic book. Yeah. It's, it's original material. So no one can, because Walking Dead obviously is based on the long-running graphic comic book. And yeah. people can go and read it and kind of know some of the stories that are going to happen. Mm-hmm. Um, but obviously the TV show changes shit and they kill people off and bring other people. Like, yeah. Daryl apparently is like the most interesting character to people because he does not exist in the comic books. He was a character that was created for that show because of his amazing audition for Meryl, I guess that's what oh. I read online. So huh. Daryl is not in the comic books. So he's like a wild card. So everybody loves so him because. Did you they read no... the comic book? No, I never did, I, it. and I never yeah. did
3: either. But I'm I'm so into it. I I yeah. almost bought a Walking Dead pinball <laughs> <laughs> yeah. machine.
0: But I'll go on there and look because I'm just like interested to see the lineage in the comic books. Like who's still alive, who's Say dead. A lineage.
1: Yes. All right. <laughs> <laughs> is that a wrestling term <laughs> <Linear>? jobbers lineage <laughs> i love lineage the fact and... too
0: tim that you, you weren't discriminatory across wrestling characters in your matches like you would bring in he-man guys you'd bring in yeah i mean captain I america i
1: i i remember distinctly i had a it was a captain america he was you know just a couple inches tall but i had a michael jackson barbie doll that kind of got destroyed so i took michael jackson's head and pushed it onto the captain america guy so it made him like a little extra taller so he can compete with tom Zink. That-
2: <laughs> so he could brought him up to the level where he could actually have a sustainable <clears throat> was, match
1: yeah i was running out of uh oh, ra- i was running out of uh, uh people for uh
0: did you do promos before the matches? Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, that's how I got
1: it. <laughs> uh, oh yeah, What are you, dumb? <laughs> dumb. I'm coming right <laughs> after I mean, you, weeks. Tom Link. Wait, I'm going to bring you. I, would, I wouldn't I would just have like decide I want to have a match and then do it right then. I would have to build up to it weeks later, you know, so I would like do promos leading up to it and everything. Did you ever have any nativity? Promos for who? Nativity, for uh, yourself? Yeah, I mean, it's. I'm, I know. It's, it's, it's like lunchtime and you got to
0: go do a promo? Sometimes I could do
2: it in You should have had the little baby Jesus.
0: Jesus okay. Whoa, <laughs> baby little baby Jesus coming in off the top road. <laughs>
2: he walks on have... water and he
1: can pull off a five star yeah. splash. I did have a lot of um, he, a lot of He Man guys in there.
0: So um, when you were upstairs, just like hanging about, you were like, "Gotta go do a promo," and you'd go downstairs well, and I you'd mean, be like,
1: "This no, Sunday." I would have like set times where you know the the show wasn't on twenty four seven, you know. So it's I, I would have like set times when I'd go down. And there by like,
0: the show, you mean? The games in your basement.
1: Well, I would have, like, <laughs> names for the show, like the main event. He's going to be on it, you know, right after school. And then, <laughs> oh, you know, Tuesday maybe Night Saturday Raw. nights. Yeah, Saturday night's main event is on Saturday, whatever. What so, did
0: your What did your parents think about uh, your well, wrestling I obsession? Let,
1: I was the only one that hung out in that basement, really. It was mostly just uh, yeah. through, like, storage. So I kind of had to work my way around and, like, make up my little. So nobody really wanted to go in there. Only Anyways. child, or do you have brothers and sisters? No, I got three sisters. brothers and eight sisters. Get
3: out of no. here! You do not. Yeah, I
1: do. Yeah. Oh my God! Sisters.
3: I'm the only child. So. Oh. I have three oh. sisters. Yeah, a, lot a brother of, and a sister. A lot of boring board games on yeah. in my house. Oh my God! Man. Where did you grow up? On though. a farm?
1: No, I can just relate to that. Here in a, a house. Yeah, in a house. My dad actually, my dad and my grandpa actually built the house. So,
0: 14 people in one house. Yeah,
1: yeah. Uh, there was, it was how a, many bathrooms? Let's see, one, two, three. Oh well, that's three not wrestlers. bad.
0: I have so, did any of, of your siblings even. like give you give you shit about your wrestling? Toy well, I kind of
1: started getting them into it. Um, oh, okay. You know, I was like the first one to start enjoying it. But then my little brother, I got him into it. Then my little sisters, like they started like they they would watch a little bit. and Then they got a little jealous when dad took me to the wrestling show or whatever. And, oh. Okay. Um. Uh. And then we would have like wrestling matches. You know, I'd be body slamming my brother. So we even had a. I I was my character back then was for me, um, was called Rip the Rocker is what I know I, <laughs> I would come out to Kevin Page's song. Um <laughs> Kevin hi, hi, Page's Rock On. Song? It was called Rock On. He did a remake of an, another person that Rock On <laughs> Rock on and I was ripped the rocker and I would high five my bedpost as <laughs> <out>. High five <laughs> my bedpost and, um, and then I'd, i I kind of looked like a rocker and I would wrestle my brother and stuff and then I won the championship a few times on that. Um, <laughs>
0: See, back then they didn't actually have the uh, replica belts. Yeah, know. I, I made one my yourself? own. My mom, yeah, I kind of figured
1: know, as much. <laughs> she had a, uh, uh, she had twelve kids, so she would get this giant like box of all like dish uh, laundry detergent. This giant like box of all, so you could pull out from the center of it. It had like this cardboard thing that just slid out real easy, and it was already had these edges that were kind of like bent. So I would yeah. like, draw my belts on there and then cut them out, and <laughs> that's what I would use for the championship. I still have them. I still have them. Yeah. Did you have
0: a neighbor come in wearing a Foot Locker jersey to rough the matches in the basement? Um, no, but
1: one time I, when I was using my little wrestling action figures, I uh, was having a big, it was going to be WrestleMania, so I set up a whole basement. I made it into a, like an arena, and then I had my friend come over, but I didn't want him to be a part of it because I didn't want him to like, wrestle with one of the guys and mess up one of the matches with him. <laughs> so It's already was, set up. Yeah. So I told him he could be a fan, and he it's could like throw like little paper as the guys are coming down the ring like they're booing him, like they didn't like what he was doing. So, But then he got two obnoxious with me like crumpled up like a big giant piece of paper that was like bigger than the wrestler and like threw it and i was like you can't be throwing big pieces of paper like that <laughs> like, it's that's like, that like the be... hulk just threw <laughs> a piece of the ceiling yeah, at yeah i him. mean that, that's horrible <sighs> it's really taken away from what's going on here so i um, find
0: this so fascinating tim yeah. i could talk about this for like <laughs> yeah. three hours man
1: I mean, I I used to hold them in different events. Sometimes I'd have them out in the yard, you know. It would oh. be like a Did you ever out. do
0: like backyard wrestling with your friends and stuff, like actual? No, I mean
1: we did uh, just in my in my bedroom because we had the, I had three two brothers that I shared a room with, so. There was, yeah. like, a bed on each side and then a wall on the other side. So it kind of made, like, a square in the middle of the room. Mm-hmm. And so then we would swing each other against the bed, clothesline, you know, do all the things and stuff like that. So <laughs> that's where I was ripped the rocker. I can't believe <laughs> that you weren't the
0: originator of backyard wrestling, man. Well, I would I say that's
1: – I mean, uh, we we just didn't do it in the backyard because yeah. Dad would have probably seen us back there, got pissed or whatever. <laughs> but uh, What did your dad do for a living? He uh, worked at a nuclear power plant. He was oh, like okay. – uh, coordinator he's operator at a nuclear power plant for a while mom was just to stay at home and mom was mom. like a nurse so oh, she cool, worked yeah. nurse at least enough to get us my, my wife is a nurse as well oh, That's a good so job yeah
0: i yeah. just want to take a second to let you know about some companies that are sponsoring my podcast we've got lee's tees tees is spelled with an a z, so it's l e e s t e e z dot com check them out for uh, funny t-shirts if you want to get those maids uh, KBRemodelingInc.com is a company run by a friend of mine who does anything from uh, quick fixer-uppers to uh, full kitchen remodels. So if you're in Minneapolis area, check out uh, KBRemodelingInc.com and the USA Entertainment Agency. They are an amazing company. Tons of acts from hypnotists to comedians to live bands to dueling pianos. Check out USA Entertainment, uh, dot com. A lot of cool stuff on there. So thanks to them for sponsoring the podcast. Yeah. Gabe, any comments? Uh, my, I'm my, just kidding.
2: <laughs> my girlfriend, not wife, that I just had a baby with is not a
0: nurse or... What does she do?
2: She's she doesn't have a job right now, which is good to have a baby.
0: But yeah. uh, so you do have you have a new child. I have a new child, three three months, week, three weeks, three weeks, three weeks old, very new. Tilly,
2: yeah, Tilly. And uh, every time
0: you say that, like it's hard for me. Like uh, my daughter watches uh, this Baby First channel on the cable, yeah. and there's oh, a show God. called uh, oh. Tilly, oh, there and is it's a tiny little duck that just keeps answering her door, and it's different animals, and then they hang out together. <laughs> Tilly but knock knock. It's, yeah. Tilly knock. No, you know and what every, this is? Yeah. Oh, I know. Every what it time. I've I, I I, I three out. kids. It's be Even. Tilly's it, going to love Tilly. Me, me oh. and my wife watch it all the time. And, like, there'll be a knock and she'll she'll buzz around the room and be like, Is that coming from under the rug? And we'll both be like, God damn it, Tilly. You know it's coming from the door. <laughs> you
1: know it's coming.
0: Every week. And then you hear, Moo. Is that a bird? You know it's a damn cow, Tilly. <laughs> First but like, baby, first TV. Oh, yeah, she first loves TV. Harry the damn them. bunny. Harry well, the I, bunny. Yeah, I'm not into that. Harry funny, the but. bunny. <laughs> he's kind of funny.
2: I went to three bookstores looking for this book called Tilly in the Wall, which is, uh, is yeah. about a mouse written by
0: Pink Floyd. Here in town,
2: I went to three bookstores. I went to, first one I went to was uh, the it's like a little independent bookstore. Bow Half Redder. price books, or that's where I ended up. Yeah. Actually, I went to Bards and Noble next, and then oh. I went to Half Price Books, and I just no place had it, so I just ordered it from Half Price Books, and they're going to ship it to my oh. home address. So,
1: um, if I remember correctly, just there's a uh, graveyard not too far from here. No, I want to know. What you are talking about? let go with this. All right, bring uh, a shovel and it's some light. Haunted by this ghost named Tilly. Oh, really? Yeah, I don't. I, I said, know, really wow. like, like a Yeah, so a lot so, of Tilly
3: so take shit. your three-week-old old there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah,
2: come on, Tilly. This is your. This is what <laughs> we named you. Stand after. in the middle <laughs>
0: with blood covered on
2: you and say, "Bring <laughs> the ghost. I hold it up. I was at. I did a. There was a comedy festival in Cincinnati that I did last week, and I brought my baby down and showed her off to everybody, and then mm-hmm. I got a picture of me holding up my baby like this. <laughs> And uh, someone put
1: it. Someone how photoshopped was that for it. the people that are viewing? How was it? You were watching? I was <laughs> yeah. holding like her, the Lion King. This is not a like visual medium. King. Exactly. Uh-huh. Like it was Lion like I was King. I think I said <laughs> Simba.
2: <laughs> <laughs> that so, got to, if you're not a, if you're for Chicago comedian, you've got to have a Lion King joke. That's what I've seen from yeah. like doing stand up. But the ba- the baby the was
0: not. I don't. I don't know if you want to get into this, but not. It was a surprise, somewhat.
2: Yeah, it was. uh, Yeah, we were. We were not expecting to get pregnant, and we did. And it's good. And we bought. Were you terrified when you first found out? No, when I first found out, I actually. She told me she's like, you reacted really well. Yeah, you reacted like how? It's like you searched Google, searched how to react well, and. She said something like that. I was like, "Well, that sounds about right. Good." Because
0: I'm like, (laughs) I was excited. I'm the worst reactor to everything. Like, my wife gives me presents on Christmas, my birthday, and uh, and I don't react the way she thinks I should be reacting. What do you do? Like, give us an example. Well, uh, so I have my own neuroses. Like, I don't like going into big places with a lot of people when I know that. That uh, I'll have to go to the bathroom at some point and I have like horrible pee shyness. Like, if there's hundreds of people in the bathroom, like, I just won't be able to go. Like, I'll just have to go find some other place that's more quiet. So, on Valentine's one year, she bought me tickets to go see Fuel at First Avenue. And I liked Fuel, but I wasn't, like, the biggest fan of it. And I just had a different idea of the way the night was going to (laughs) go. Like, I thought we were going to have a quiet dinner and then head back to her place and and relax or whatever. And now I'm standing in line for a rock concert in the middle of February outside. And I'm all dressed up for dinner. Like, I felt so uncomfortable. And she was just like... I went to all this trouble to buy these tickets, and you don't want to go. And I'm like, I just don't want to get into it right now. Like, I didn't want to say it out there. Like, I have a yeah. problem peeing, and I don't want to go yeah. into this place. <laughs> you know.
1: So that was the only thing that actually got you out of the casino. Is like, here I gotta get out of here. There's too many people peeing. In here. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I gotta go. No, the casinos
0: pee. were nice because they always yeah. had like spacious, 90 different yeah. bathrooms, and there was yeah, yeah there are cause, 90 yeah. bathrooms. Yeah, I bathrooms. mean, and their and their toilet stalls were like little bathrooms in and of themselves so that was fine for me too it was just like peeing at the urinal with like 300 dudes watching it was just too much pressure
3: has that no what
1: about uh, oh
3: did that develop when you got older like were you fine younger because i have a fear now for unknown reasons dogs and heights and i I never had that problem i don't know when it actually started
0: i just i just really noticed it when i got into adolescence and like college and stuff that uh that I just wasn't okay with a bunch of people in the bathroom with Well, <laughs> I know that you have a
1: joke, uh, you know, about going to the bathroom, at, uh, you know, sitting horse style or whatever. On the. Oh, the, yeah, uh, yeah, that but, there wasn't so a door on the what, toilet. What is your, have you ever been in one of those situations where you had to use the uh, commode when the door is not actually on it?
0: I did, yeah. And that was like a big emergency. Like so I, how I've, that makes it feel <laughs> emergency.
1: with the way it, your situation is with peeing?
0: You know, and that's the weirdest thing about the whole thing is if I sit down – a lot of times, like if it's a, if it's a situation where there's nowhere else to go, like I, this is the only option. If I sit down in the toilet stall and try to like focus that I'm just at home, like it'll, it'll usually happen and I'll be fine. So, uh, and even with like having to take a shit, like that's even worse. Like if it's yeah. happening, like I would shit in a box in the corner and, cause there's just like. There's no one there. I don't know what it is about the pee thing, you know. It's yeah. just like sometimes well, you have to focus. So,
1: but yeah, i was saying, have you have you been in one of those where there isn't like the door and you've got to? Well, you know, like-
0: the, the the joke is based on a gig I did up in Islaping, Michigan. Um, it's a pizza place, and I went there before the show with the feature and ate this giant pizza, and then I went back to my room and I usually try to take a shit before the show so I'm not uncomfortable, and it just didn't happen. And 11 minutes into my show, I was like, I need to take a shit. Like, this is happening. So I had to, like, not – I had to raise my voice because the bass in my voice was rumbling my stomach. (laughs) And I just had to stop moving because, like, I really had to go. So I literally was like, thank you, good night, right into the bathroom. And it was, like, the worst bathroom in the history of bathrooms. There was, like, 200 people at the show. There was a urinal, a sink and a toilet that was so or a, a toilet stall that was so skinny the walls were touching my legs and i had to take the toilet paper roll off just to sit down <laughs> <laughs> and so all of these people were coming in the bathroom after the show because they had to take a piss and, it, did it and, and i was taking the worst Stinkiest, rankiest shit you've ever heard, in your, <laughs> smelt in your life. Every person coming in, there's a guy shitting in here, and it's horrible. Don't go in there. Nobody knew it was me, and I had to sit in there until everybody was gone. Because I'm like, I'm not coming out of here. So that's I came out, and like hilarious. the whole place was empty and I'd asked the feature act to sell my stuff while I was gone and he's like everybody got mad cuz they wanted to meet you and you weren't here they felt well, like you just left me. yeah they met me they met my <laughs> they stink they were talking
2: about this shit <laughs> they, in the they bathroom. met my
0: stink that's yeah. all they yeah. meant. i mean
2: oh that's uh, i had this i had that fear when i was a kid like cuz i'd yeah. go to sporting events and there were like older men right next to me and, and the did, troughs just weird it's oh, just weird God. so i remember going up having to pee getting up there not peeing walking away acting like i peed wash my hands and everything and then i'm like like trapped in this whole yeah. thing but i i eventually i can't imagine still having that because i i go to so many places where yeah. i'm in uncomfortable peeing pooing situations so and i don't know what it is it man no
1: i think. mean i yeah. i would get a little stall shy about uh yeah. doing number 2 as well so
0: two i have no problem i've never had a problem with 2 it's always 1 for oh, me and i don't, I don't know yeah, why that is yeah.
2: i had that when i i just remember. but i think i just forced myself do you ever go to sporting events then how do you never do, any sporting event never. you should go to get over your fear you should like, start going just to force twins it games yeah. you know what they
1: just whip
0: to, my dick out in front of guys and try it. to pee so <laughs> what
1: about the troughs would you pee into the troughs never never i there'd <laughs> oh, be like man. a line
0: there's, of like 40 people for the toilet stall like i have been to a couple vikings games and i would just wait for the stall and i'd just go in there and try to sit down and let it happen but so, so if you it would couldn't take even
1: stand up in there and pee no if the door no, was closed it wouldn't no, be no. even
0: because i i knew there was people waiting and they were getting anxious
2: that oh, I wasn't going so fast enough. So they
1: would, uh, if they think uh, you're like standing you're like this guy's just peeing. <laughs> well, he's not even pooping. You're yeah. more you self so centered when you're peeing. You just need the yeah. shit about you everyone's looking at your me. your
0: penis. <laughs> and... Everyone's looking at me. But going back to the story of pooping without the door, it was in high school. It was my first yeah. day of high school. Uh, why did high schools not have doors? I yeah. yeah. And I had to go. And I'd never been in a bathroom in high school, so I went in there, and I saw that there weren't doors, and I had, like, a panic attack, and I just went back to class. And I just sat there, and it got so bad, I shit my pants in the classroom. So I was like, well, this is just, like... We're at zero. Like, I have to go somewhere and clean myself up. So I went in the bathroom and just, like, you know,
1: you know what I used finished to do? it I, up and threw I would my run underwear run It took me a long time to get there, but I would run down all the way to the gym, down underneath the gym. They would have, like, a couple of different locker rooms down there. Then mm-hmm. during the day, nobody would, like, usually be in the locker room. So I'd have to go down to like, the football locker room. They still didn't have <laughs> doors on it, but it was, like, in a secluded corner. Yeah. Of the damn place that I could. It's sometimes just brutal, remember. man. So sometimes. last week I was in
2: that comedy festival in Cincinnati. Yeah. I told you, and they had trough. There was one place to pee, and it was beer fest, beer and comedy festival. Yeah. So everybody's lined up at this trough, and there's three spots on a trough, and you're right next to it. So it's kind of uncomfortable. So what I did. Was uh, I pulled my pants down to my ankles when I was at the trough? So everybody, when they were peeing, and then someone took a picture of me, and this oh is me. God. This is me showing everybody <laughs> the picture on the podcast of what I did to get over my fear of peeing at the trough. Well, so I'll I tell you. Th- I'll week. tell you this, and
0: uh, uh, this this is a funny. Still on
2: Facebook, didn't get reported yet.
0: So okay. I got uh, I got booked to do Rock on the Range in Columbus this year. And it's a huge like rock concert. And they have a comedy tent that's sponsored by um, the Funny Bone out there. Mm-hmm. So they had comedy three nights. It was like big headliners like Rob Schneider and Jim Norton and Jim Florentine. And then a bunch of supporting acts. So I got booked on one of the things. And it came with a backstage pass. You could go backstage and meet all the bands and everything. But backstage, there was literally one bathroom with a toilet and a urinal for Everybody. All the, like, some of them had dressing rooms, but, like, all the roadies, all the production staff, all the assistants, everything, one bathroom. And every time so I like went over Rob there.
1: Schneider's, like, knocking on the door. Hurry up, get <laughs> out.
0: And it's just, like, a line of a 100 people, like, every time I walked over there. So I, I got to a point where I had to pee so bad that they gave us um, this little trailer Uh, where you could hang out in but it was like it was summer so that there was no air in the trailer it was like a hundred degrees in the trailer and i walked in there and there was nobody in there and i had to piss so bad that i shut all the doors and i closed all the blinds and uh i just pissed in a gatorade bottle in the back of the trailer by myself (laughs) with no problem are you afraid with no problem are you afraid of
1: peeing outside on the grass how how does that never done it Never done it. In my Never You oh maybe man. you need to do that. You oh need to like man. free it up. One <laughs> you day, need you know? to free it up. That might be a good. You know, when I was a kid, I so that was.
2: My mom told me a story about how I had them stop this bus at some camp, and I got out. In front of everybody, pulled my pants down just like I showed you. To my and my little bum was showing, and I just peed right in front of the whole bus. So that's the thing. I'm I think so like glad. you know, when, God
1: bless man. Yeah, it so glad is glad awkward when know. you're. Like, it's when it's. I guess it's fine when you're a kid, but when you get to be an adult, and then all of a sudden you're peeing next to like a little kid who pulls his pants all the way down to his ankles. <laughs> yeah. you're like, this just feels <laughs> yeah. This yeah. something weird. about this feels. Somehow
0: weird. I'm getting arrested for this, yeah. and I'm not even doing <laughs> anything.
1: <laughs> I mean, I don't even understand it, but
0: uh, okay. Yeah. I think it's time for five horrible questions. Oh. And since there's three people on the podcast and there's five questions, I'm not going to run through all five with each person. That'd just be kind of stupid. I'll so. go
1: first because I'm going to be taken off here shortly. Okay.
0: So you get, uh, you get question question one. Question one for Tim Sullivan. Funny community. Do you want to plug anything before you do your question?
3: Anything coming up? No. Go to my uh, website,
1: timsolovancomedy.com. Okay. Comedy Supernova. Or the Comedy Supernova It's going to be available
3: on what? We're going to probably release it September 1st or 2nd. The TPSP Studios. Yeah,
0: TPSP Production Studios. If you're in Cedar Rapids, check it out. And uh, download Primal Screen Podcast as well. So your question is, if someone offered you $50 million... To never tell another joke for the rest of your life, would you take it?
1: Ooh. Um. Well,
0: and let me preface did, that: off stage, on stage, any point in your so life. So I
1: couldn't. How would they enforce that? Though be, <laughs> but, I mean, I could be sitting in bed with my wife or whatever, and you, you know, would be I'd monitored twenty-four-seven.
0: <laughs> and if a joke came out, they take the money back immediately.
1: Yeah, I mean, so then in that case, it wouldn't wouldn't really work because I mean, you're what, co- who constitutes what a joke is, too? You know. Like, Ooh. Hey, yeah. that was a joke. Well, we'll pass past that
0: because I actually want you to take the sec- second question too because I okay. think it's funny. Is uh, do your your favorite impression?
1: All right. So I'm gonna, <laughs> I gotta, whenever I'm on your podcast, I got to do the Andre the Giant impression. Yes. So um, let's see what will Andre be talking about today. Oh, I used Kissing to do this public. thing. It, I w- I wish I would have had it, but it was like a Andre the Giant doing a John Cena. Um, <laughs> Uh, <laughs> promo. Promo. <laughs> <laughs> something about my hand, I'm gonna squeeze. You, oh, no. you think I'm playing, bro? I can't remember it. Like, my favorite Johnson. part
0: of Tim doing the Andre the Giant is his eyes, eyes always yeah. open like oh, Andre. Oh, man. <laughs> He's gonna do oh, all geez, of it. See, man.
1: <laughs> I'm going to win the world championship. you can gonna do no. I don't even tell you. See, like, did- now I just start to like do the Andre impression where it almost sounds like he's saying something, but if you listen close, he really didn't say like a real word at all. T- 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 I'm going to tell you, I'm going to tell you, Hawks.
0: Thanks, Tim. If you got to go, you can go, man. I really yeah, I appreciate go. it. Tim go. Sullivan. Do a thing. Check him out on the road. Check out his website. Go to a Colonel's game.
1: And I don't know when this podcast airs, but I know you're in town. There's going to be a farmer's market outside the comedy club tonight so oh christ right after the show right after the, it's gonna be at like a midnight farmer's market yeah i heard about that so that they should uh suck for parking uh? yeah so that's uh, yeah definitely because <laughs> plus they're blocking off parking <laughs> ramps you can't even get into so that'll make it even oh, right right there. oh enjoy so that tonight. that's my plan. Yeah. i might All just right. walk there, to the show tonight jesus you can christ walk. yeah probably be a better close. better option thanks timmy hey thanks guys good to you both good to see you tim
0: So we'll go to Gabe next because uh, the next question wouldn't make sense for Danny because he's not doing comedy anymore. (laughs) But uh, name a comic that you don't get along with and why. Oh, I could have done that. Oh, I don't want to say this on a podcast. (laughs) That's why it's five horrible questions. Yeah,
2: that's why uh, there's a guy, maybe if I don't say his name and I just tell you. uh, And then we guess. Yeah, see if you can guess. He's a, there's a guy from Detroit, Michigan that I worked with uh, at some Yoder rooms. Mark Rabiglia.
0: Is that who it is? Mark Rabiglia? <laughs> no, Mark Rabiglia. Rabiglia. We can't <laughs> say Mike. no Mike so, Rabiglia.
2: No, um, no there's just guy. He, he, uh I don't even remember his name. I know his last name, but he just mm-hmm. did a bunch of impressions in his act. But he accused me of making fun of his act with the MC after the show and we weren't talking about him at all and it was his girlfriend that like overheard us talking smack about him and I was like I didn't say any we were talking during your show outside of the showroom so I'm sorry if that was disrespectful I wasn't (laughs) sitting there watching your show or something but and he he, like confronted me about it and like wanted to like he was like I will throw down like I will fight me and I was like what we just Uh, Isn't seems,
0: that the worst, though, when you are making fun of a comic and it, they they, they overhear out. it? Oh, right. <laughs> That's so awkward. But this wasn't... That, that yeah, was no, the but still, yeah.
2: Uh, you still wanted to knock your teeth really, out. Yeah, and I, whenever I work a Yoder room, I'm always worried. I'm always checking, Come like, up. is this guy going to be the headliner? <laughs> is he going <laughs> to hate me again? Uh, but, yeah, I yeah, his name's, I think it's Mike Roach or... Frank Roach? Frank Roach. Oh, my God. Frank Roach. That guy
0: beats up everybody. Yeah, he does. My my favorite Frank Roach story in history was he was doing Duluth, and there was a guy heckling him in the front row, and it turned out that he was a twin. So he was heckling him and heckling him, and it was just making it brutal for him. And he walked out to the hallway, and his twin brother was in the hallway, and he punched him. And he uh, goes, why did you just punch me? He goes, you heckled me the whole show, you son of a bitch. And he goes, that was my brother. And he goes, eh. it's like the best line ever. He goes, I'm sure he felt it. And then he just walked away. <laughs> See, that's a good joke right there. Yeah. That guy's not bad. He's not brutal. Yeah. Frank, I wasn't talking about your set.
2: No. I'm sorry. No, so, I, uh, uh, yeah, that was the one person. Crazy. Then I heard other stories of some other comics, like uh, A.J. Finney had some sort of problem with him or so i just stuff yeah. i heard though i don't want to like he,
0: he you know rumors. he can be a really nice guy and he's like one of those guys that he's always on edge with stuff so if you kind of come in the wrong way like you'll always be on his bad side or whatever so
2: yeah i only really worked with him one weekend but that was the only person yeah. in this long you know i've been doing i've been working the road for six plus years now mm-hmm. and and of everybody i've worked with I've, I've never really had any sort
0: of problem yeah no beef no beef, no beef with beef. anybody but uh so we come to Danny for question number four. Question number four. Tell us about the meanest thing you've ever done to a person on purpose.
3: <laughs> oh. uh, I, at one time, kicked out a couple at Penguins. This was probably ten years ago. I love that Picked he knows a, it immediately. Well, no, the... <laughs> Yeah, I kicked <laughs> out this couple. The, 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 the guy was drunk, yelling out, heckling. Kicked him mm-hmm. out. Forgot about him. Fast forward two years later, um, we were wrapping up our Penguins Comedy Club location at the hotel. I pretty much lost my job. Wasn't in a very good mood, but we went and celebrated our last mm-hmm. night. Went down to the new location of Penguins, and this guy was there. Oh, and and I, I forgot about it. It was like two, three yeah. years later. And he's just staring daggers at me. <laughs> and I'm like, what the fuck? What is this? Who is this guy? One of the waitresses of the bar said, that guy you kicked out about two or three years ago. And he still remembers that he's going to kick your ass. Oh, boy. So after a few more glares, I finally pointed at him and I pointed towards the door like I was kicking him out.
0: <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome.
3: I turned around, started talking with Jeff and and another comic and yeah. he got into my face. Oh boy. And started yelling at me, I had a lollipop and I was just <laughs> I had a lollipop and I'm just talking to him like, like a dick. I was just talking to him like a dick and I was like, you know what? You're cool not going to do anything. And I'm just waving it in his face. I'm like, you're not going to fucking do anything. Get out of here. Calm down. Go get out of here. And he punched me. And I lost my shit. I got in his face. I was like, hit me again. Hit me again. Come oh, on, hit me boy. again. Jeff grabs one side of him, and I calm down. I grab the other side of him, and we escort him out. Oh, and man. I talk shit to him all the way upstairs. I'm like, see, I'm, I'm kicking you out of two places <laughs> oh, now. I'm kicking you out of two places now. The bouncer grabs me, and he's side like, of you, Danny. yeah, I was, I was pissed. Like, I, I've, never, <laughs> yeah, no I've never been in fights before, so I'm talking shit to him all the way upstairs. And the bouncer grabs me, and he's like, you might not want to go outside with him. So <laughs> how like, was, how oh, was
0: the punch scale? I mean, was it? He was drunk. Teeth so knocked out, or he, just jaw he rattled. Made,
3: he made me drop my lollipop. Oh, son of a bitch! Yeah. So that's where the rage came from. But no, my my jaw hurt the next day. Question five, and
0: thankfully it'll be able to apply to both of you. So I'll start with Gabe.
2: I've got a kicked out story that I was like, I want oh, to tell yeah, that. go ahead, sir. Well, no,
0: I was at the Dayton Funny Bone one time, and this guy was being a
2: he was being a jerk. He was talking, he was yeah. talking to everybody. Said I was emceeing the show, and I put my foot over the railing and like right next to his head. So just to be like rude because he was being rude. Yeah. And then he got like really upset and I went back up on stage and when I got like, he knew he realized then, oh, this one of the comedians. And then he came like rushing up at the end of the show to like meet me as I came off stage. And the manager had to get between me and this dude. And then when the manager was between us, I yelled. I was like, "What are you gonna do now?" And so the manager looked at me and gave me this look like, "Don't do that,
3: right?" <laughs> now. Like what you did earlier was funny. Yeah. Putting your foot in his face. I don't. get it. Don't. But right now, yeah. no. Not There's cool. So, not There's so bad. many kick out stories. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh, but man. I don't feel
2: bad about that. You were saying the meanest thing. I was like, "That's that, the moment you well, said me, a me... heckler that got kicked out." I was like, "Yeah." It. But
3: me shaking a sucker in his face and just egging yeah. up. On and it, I didn't have to point at him and point yeah. to the stairs.
2: It would just be yeah, being. Kind of, a that's dumbass. why I thought about that story because I was I went a little <laughs> bit further. Right when the manager was there, and the manager was like, "Gabe, you were cool oh, at first, but not, not cool now." Yeah,
3: there's stories I, I made you know birthday girls cry at, at a comedy show. Yeah. They were mouthy, and I just said, "Not your day. Who cares? No one, no one gives a shit whose birthday it is. Shut that's the awesome. fuck up." So, uh, I so. love this. I love all of this. This is mean stuff. This is <laughs> oh, yeah. I mean, it's just <laughs> yeah, this is mean stuff. It, it, this is bachelorette cool. parties, all, all that stuff. I there's so many stories. All right, about sorry. That. Fifth, fifth, yeah, fifth next question. Uh,
0: well, let me tell this real quick. I worked with Jimmy Schubert out in New York, and oh, probably the good. funniest thing I've ever <laughs> seen I was on stage in a table full of 40 year old ladies that were celebrating their friend's birthday. They, were, they weren't heckling me, but they were just being chatty, and it was silly and jokey, and nobody really had a problem with it. And then uh, so one of the bouncers like, told Jimmy before he went up there that there was a crowd of ladies being assholes and just to be careful. So he goes up there and he does one joke about being a Catholic and one of the ladies goes, I'm Catholic. And then he turns <laughs> up and he goes, listen, you disgusting cunt. Get the fuck out of my show. He goes, I'll pay your tab right now. Just get the fuck out of here. And like, he felt like there was going to be a huge round of applause and it was just quiet and then you just heard a lady weeping in the corner (laughs) 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 whose birthday it was. (laughs) That is awesome. Anyway, okay, so question five of five horrible questions. Obviously the most horrible question, and uh, I'm not going to put you guys on the spot if you don't want to answer it. Surprisingly, a lot of people answer it, which I'm surprised about it, but uh, uh, Gabe, reveal something on the podcast you've never told your girlfriend.
2: Yeah. I was thinking that's what it's going to be. I was like, "This is something <laughs> that my girlfriend's going to get, going to be." And be uh, ready to, uh, over oh, there because you
0: you're going to have to reveal something you've never told your wife, Danny. <sighs> uh,
2: there's a lot that I haven't told my girlfriend, so there's uh, it could be something like very innocent and uh, well. That's yeah. People kind of go that route, but
0: yeah. the last guy I had on, he was like, "I shit out on a window when I was like 15." <laughs> like, all right, did, whatever. Yeah,
2: shit out of a window. <laughs> I. Uh, yeah, something that I, I – I'm thinking of something I wouldn't want to tell my girlfriend probably. And uh, there's there's things – actually, there's – yeah, there's things that I have told girlfriends in the past that I was like, well, never tell another girlfriend that <laughs> again <laughs> because <laughs> turns out some of them can leave you. So <laughs> I, uh, I, I would say there's nothing really – yeah, there's nothing really – there's nothing that I've done – while I've been dating this girl, that I'd be totally ashamed of of telling okay. her, that's good news yeah. for me. But I've done, I've done some stuff. Like I've, yeah, uh, <laughs> you know, I slept with a waitstaff one time. You don't want to do that. Yeah, that's something I shouldn't. Want. I, I really do want to reveal um, a, I on a podcast. man yeah. I never. And the, it, I didn't get booked for like two years from that place. And I've swore to God it had something to do with that situation. <laughs> and yeah. it it didn't. It Turns out I'm just not that funny. Oh. You know, uh,
3: Danny? Uh I've lived a boring life, but I when I got out of the military, I was at a Greyhound bus station and I was propositioned by a pimp. Uh he was trying to sell me a hooker. And I was just and my wife was pregnant at the time. Yeah. I was I was trying to get back home and uh he was just pushing her like come on, you can have it right here right in the bathroom. I'm like I'm going home to my wife. Leave me alone. (laughs) It's like, what are you afraid of? Pussy? I'm like, just, just leave me alone, mister. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just trying to get back Just home. leave me alone, and I, I've mister. never told my wife. I mean, there's some things, you know. Well, yeah. It's she, like, at what, what well, occasion was you, sex you with Yeah, the yeah. yeah. and he's just pointing her out. He's like, you can have her right yeah. over there. And I'm well, that's over like, in the in a yeah. Greyhound bus station. Andy no Beningo
0: was on, and, he, and his story that he told was just like some lady that just kept propositioning him over and over again after a show. And he kept saying no, and he never told his wife that. And I'm like, well, yeah, it's not really something that you just go home, and you're like, hey, at the show tonight, somebody. <laughs> girl offered to blow me like nine times and i kept saying no aren't you proud of me like, yeah. you know, but like, i mean th- this was like i guess you should you know you know yeah. depending on how open your marriage is yeah and, being propositioned, it was pretty hard. or whatever
3: and but i've been with my wife since high school yeah so i don't know flirting i may have been <laughs> i may have been flirted with after a show or yeah or running the club or whatever
0: i wouldn't even yeah. know well, that was the thing, too. Like, when my wife started coming on the road with me when we were dating, she she would always be like, that girl over there, like, really wanted to hang out and with you. And I'm like, <laughs> did she? Like, I don't even know. Exactly. Like, I'm just selling shirts over there. And That's she's like, what, no.
2: Yeah. yeah, my girlfriend right now, would she'll tell me, she's like, that girl wants to fuck you. And I'm like, really?
0: <laughs> she offered you an ice cream sandwich, for yeah. Christ's <laughs> sakes. I didn't, see, I didn't see
2: that. But I think yeah. girls are more ex- instinctive of that with other girls they can tell like yeah. guys don't know no. like they can't like point out someone like that girl really wants you Yeah, don't know shit but see even mine yeah that's not like i didn't sleep with a weight staff when i was with my girlfriend so there's nothing really yeah. there's no okay. big dirt but i've i only we've only been together like you know a little over a year or so There's time. There's time to mess this up. So Comedy
0: Supernova, Danny Franks, Tim Sullivan, check out their podcast. Uh, A really special thanks to TPSP Production Studios here in Cedar Rapids and the Primal Scream podcast. Make sure you check out that stuff. Gabe Key on uh, Snapchat.
2: Snapchat me. That's what I'm into uh, now. I do Instagram. Abraham
0: Lincoln's t-shirt. Abe Lincoln t-shirt on Uh, (laughs) Instagram.
2: On Instagram. I'm the only one. You'll find it.
0: So check out all that stuff. And uh, you can check out Large Drunk Man for my tour dates and Podbean, iTunes, and Stitcher for the podcast. And uh, tune in next time when we talk about He Knows.
1: Ladies and gentlemen, the winner of this podcast, and new Intercontinental Podcast Champion, Mark Pulse!